2: Care Patrol of Connecticut and New York is your number one partner for securing safe senior living options and navigating the senior care continuum. Their services are at no cost to you, and they guide you through the entire process. Visit www.carepatrolct.com for details.
0: Well, this is a story of sort of a sad thing becoming a happy thing, because when Our Lady of Fatima went out, a lot of the community was understandably very sad. The Archdiocese said that it was closing it due to declining enrollment, and they're having that problem around the state with a lot of Catholic schools. But you know what? When that happens, uh, there's very often an opportunity for someone else. And joining us right now in the studio are two gentlemen that have experience in having started schools elsewhere, and they're coming to Wilton to start another new school. It's going to be called Schoolhouse Academy. And joining us is Carlo Schiattarella. Is that better? That's better. Why don't I put your mic on? That'd be good. And also um, Andrew McLaughlin, which I can pronounce a little bit better. So for purposes of this conversation, gentlemen, may I call you Carlo and Andrew? Yes, that be okay? Absolutely. Lisa. Well, hello and welcome. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. So let me ask you this. Carlo, let me start with you. What is your educational background? And tell us about starting the school.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I started uh, doing school development back in 1994. All aspects of school development from starting up the schools, operating the schools, budgeting, Etc. And um, and then I've started many different types of school. Uh, some schools with project-based learning. Some schools with uh, a STEM focus.
0: Are you an educator yourself? Did you start out as a teacher?
2: No, I did not start as a teacher. I, I kind of learned it over the years um, and doing this kind of work. Um, really understanding how a school works. Uh, it's sort of like um, it's sort of like a coach uh, that may never have played uh, football. But is a great coach, so that's basically the way I evolved over the years.
0: That's a very cool thing. I don't think there are that many people in your field who are school starters, right? Who are educators who come at it sort of structurally, systemically.
2: Yeah, there's very few actually. Yeah, it's like a sort of a niche uh, that I developed over the years, and it's been over 30 years now uh, working with uh, with schools and and so we decided back in actually in 2014 2015 to start Schoolhouse Academy as an idea and finally after all these years it's um, it's coming to fruition.
0: So is there already, Andrew, is there already a Schoolhouse Academy in other states? Is this a branch of the same kind of school?
3: Yeah, no there is not. This is something that Carlo and I again when we got together as business partners uh, when we f- formed Schoolhouse Project which is a was a development company for charter schools, private schools. Um, Carlo's education, education is in um, um, schools and 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 that type of work my background is in construction management and architecture okay so as carlo was developing the company that he had started he needed somebody to work with him to do take the construction arm over and do that and and, that's your piece yeah that's my piece operations that type of stuff okay uh,
0: so and together um so carlo what schools have you already created
2: Yes. Uh, one of the schools that actually I'm still involved with, I'm um, the board president of a, a high school. It's a charter school in the, in the South Bronx. Uh, we started back in 2008. Actually, Andrew was on the board uh, for a number of years. And we started the second school in 2019, and it's just a high school. It's uh, STEM-based, uh, project-based learning. What's the name of it? It's called AECI. And where is it? It's in the South Bronx. There's two locations on Brook Avenue, and the other one is on 169th so Street. So you have
0: two schools in the South
2: Bronx? Yeah, two schools, yeah. Yeah. But it's not a schoolhouse academy school. Mm. It's actually a school that I started back in 2008, and then we started the second school in 2019, and I'm still the board president. And it's a school where 95% of the kids graduate. Um, How
0: many kids are in the school?
2: It's almost 1,000 kids. You're kidding. In two, in two buildings, yes. And so, Did it, you
0: say 95% of the kids go on to college yeah. from a South Bronx school?
2: Yeah. Actually, next week, we're going to have a graduation for both schools. They're going. Uh, they're going to Cornell. They're going to NYU. They're going to a lot of the four-year colleges, and it's something that uh, that we're very proud of and uh, been doing for for a number of years.
0: So, tell me a little bit about Schoolhouse Schoolhouse Academy. What's the vision for Schoolhouse Academy, Carla?
2: Yeah. So, Schoolhouse Academy is basically it's going to be a pre-K through eighth grade.
0: Through 8th grade.
2: Through 8th grade. Okay. At, at the,
0: Pre-K, at the, so age
2: 3 and 4? Yeah, 3s and 4s, mm-hmm. and, then, and then through 8th grade okay. at the Fatima campus. Right. And then we have plans to do a high school, and we're looking for a location now in, in the area as well.
0: Wow. So we're first
2: going to start the pre-K through 8th grade.
0: And how many kids a grade are you looking to fill?
2: Basically, uh, the Fatima campus could hold about 270 students, and so we'll, we'll um, enroll up to 270 that's all. So that's a small place. It's a, it's, it's a boutique uh, type of school. So, but you're so talking we,
0: about 30 kids a grade, more yeah, or less. About, yeah,
2: yeah, uh, 35 to 40, depending on, you know, some grades might have two classrooms that are 20 each. Some may have a uh, fewer. Okay. So, um, but, but that's the model. The model is not to have this mega school where you have thousands of kids or... Or what you'll see a lot of times in middle school, where you have you know four or five hundred kids in a, in, a, in a three grade period. So um, this is supposed to be sort of a individu- individualized learning environment. Um,
0: is it Montessori? What is your philosophy of education?
2: Right. So so basically the philosophy is it's project based learning, and we have a STEM and art focus curriculum, with. Technology that's advanced. So we'll be using three D computers. I don't know if you've ever been on a three three D computer. It's very very cool. No, never uh, yeah. have. It's sort of basically um, the images are are, are in three D in the air, um, and while you're looking in the at air, yeah. like ho-
0: holographic, Like, like, like the holographic. similar.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very very cool. Uh, it, we, it, it, it's an incredible technology
3: to look at, and we'll have that in as a class, uh, an aid to. The curriculum because it really emphasizes it, and uh, what you're learning in a way different way, and that's what we try to specialize into. is a high end education for the kids, very yeah. technically based
2: and, and, and too. And when and you it, say
0: project based, so does that mean that the kids are always collaborating with each other? So how do you measure individual achievement?
2: right well that's a great question so so basically, you have many different ways of uh, of um, assessing how kids are doing, so it could be a project where three or four kids have different um, different tasks and you can uh, you can assess them on those different tasks. So you have projects where they could also separate out and have individual uh, assessment so that you know what they've learning uh, with, with respect to that particular strand of knowledge and then you have um, also the model that we're employing is not just project-based, but it's also mastery-based education. So kids will not go on to the next level, and next strand of knowledge until they've mastered the, um, the knowledge that they're supposed to be uh, So do you doing. believe
0: in testing? Is there going to be a sort of a a concrete way of, of knowing that they have mastered something
2: Yeah, absolutely yeah they'll, they'll, they'll be testing they'll be quizzes they'll be um, mostly online so at any one mostly p-
0: online what do well, you mean
2: online well using computers you know uh, so so if you're if you're doing a, a quiz um, you you want the real-time information rather than on paper where it takes you you know a few days to, to, to answer it to, you know to, to um, figure out what the what the answers were and then Giving the feedback back to the student that takes three, four, or five, sometimes a week, right? How long does it take you to get a quiz back from your teacher sometimes? And where this will be online in real time, so a teacher can know where the student is at any time.
1: Hold up.
0: So it sounds to me, we're chatting with Carlo and Andrew about Schoolhouse Academy, which is going to be opening in the Our Lady of Fatima. By the way, is your deadline this fall or a year from fall? What, what are you aiming for?
2: We're, we're opening in fall of 2024. Marianne.
0: Fall of 2024. Yeah. Okay, so another that, it year it takes, away. That, takes, would, that would say, I would think so, right? Yeah. So um, it's project based learning. Who are the students that you are looking for? Andrew, you're going to be in charge of that piece? Do you hire the <laughs> no. director of admissions and things like that? Or you no. do that together?
3: We, it's not mostly about what students we want. It's giving the parents the choice for their s- kid. So maybe the parent doesn't want to go to a big public school. Or, or maybe uh, the private school's out uh, financially reach. So it's... It's more or less the, giving the parent the opportunity to choose what school they want to send us. So we're not necessarily looking for a sp- specific student. we're looking for You're a not. Yeah.
0: So are you looking for a student of typical academic uh, ability? Because there are so many different niches now for schools. Sure. I mean, there are schools that are looking for kids with learning disabilities. There are schools that are looking for kids who are quote unquote gifted. I'm I'm, I'm curious to know who your pool mm-hmm. of who you think is a likely pool of an
3: applicant for your school. Well, as part of what Carla was saying, which with the real time data on the students, so we can address a child that is not maybe learning as quickly as the others, or one that's performing at a very high level and adjust the curriculum for them. So our teachers are master teachers of a of a specific curriculum so the teacher that's teaching math may not be as proficient in reading so that'd be a different teacher so the students are not moving from class to class the teachers are coming to them so that they get in them, every grade in every grade yes in in every every grade. they'll always have it they'll always have a a homeroom quote-unquote teacher mm-hmm. that they get familiar with and the kind of their home base but they're going to be introduced to a lot of different types of teachers and and um, um, open their minds, but get them interested. It's more, it's 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 a little more creative than just sitting all day hearing one person talk and yeah. go through that.
2: Yeah, and, and one of the things that we're going to be doing too, I think that are um, that's unique. Uh, not many schools do it. It's called the flip classroom model, where the content is uh, basically given um, at home. So the child can go home with a pre-recorded um, lesson from the teacher or some third party to uh, introduce the, the strand of knowledge that they're talking about, like, let's say, addition. And then the child can then go back into the classroom already having sort of some knowledge about what the teacher is going to be doing in terms of how Wasn't well, that
0: homework? Isn't that what homework is?
2: Yeah. No, no. Th- this no? is a little different. It's, it's not actual... You know, right now what happens is the teachers in the classroom, traditional model, they, um, they, they teach the student lecture like a... They stand in front, lecture, and then they go home with the homework activity, and then the parents have to basically be their teacher at home. Right, uh, and, that's true. And, and a lot of times, you don't even know what they're talking about. Well, right? not past yeah.
0: third grade. That's yeah, that, for sure. exactly, exactly. Right?
2: And, and so it gets very confusing. The child doesn't know. They go back in the classroom. The teacher then goes on to the next strand of knowledge, and they never really know exactly where the student is. Yeah, and the too- gaps, the yeah. gaps
0: start to accumulate. That's very and, and, true.
2: And they accumulate over time. And then by the end of the year, your teacher tells you that your student is not, your child is not doing well. And you're right. Like, what? Right. And so in this model. Basically, the content is given at home, basically, right? So there's really no homework. The homework is viewing the knowledge. So it could be a pre recorded video, it could be sort of like a Khan Academy type video. So you're
0: saying the student can have access to what the teacher is
2: teaching? Right, at home. And then they could stop it, rewind it. They, you know, they, but
0: isn't that a lot for little kids? I mean, that might work for middle schoolers or high schoolers, but for little kids—no,
2: my son does it right now. He's in second grade and he learns all about the Titanic on his own by, you know, going to YouTube or kids YouTube, and he knows more about the Titanic than uh, than, than most people, right? So, but he did that on his own. No one yeah. told him to do it. My where is your
0: Where is your little one? Sorry, where is yeah. your little one going to school now?
2: Right now, they go to Greenwich uh, Greenwich Catholic.
0: Greenwich Catholic. Well, that's a very fine school. We've had, uh, all the, uh, What's a school? I don't know, Greenwich Country. I always get them confused. But they're all good schools there. Well, this over is
2: there. the Catholic. Greenwich Catholic. There's also a uh, Greenwich, Greenwich Country, Country, Country Day. Day. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Right. Uh, go ahead. Sorry, sir. What were you going to say? Oh, no. Andrew? I was
3: saying the uh, same thing with my first grader that comes home. She'll come home with all this math problems and all this reading and everything that my wife and I have to sit and take the time because we're interested in doing that. But this is the exact opposite. At first
0: grade, you have to help your little one with homework? That's a little ridiculous. They, they get
3: a lot of homework. And, Look, and...
0: Homework in first grade? Oh, yeah. You know, it's interesting. My kids went to various schools at various times, and I'm actually a very big believer, a very, very big believer that you um, have to assess your kid every year and see if their school is the right school for them. And my daughter ended up at a Jewish day school for four years by cultural in Stanford, which was a superb choice for her. And my son ended up graduating from Worcester, having gone through Westport public schools through ninth grade. And Joanna resumed public schools after sixth grade and graduated Staples. So I'm a big believer in your kid is your kid. Everybody's unique, and however it is that they learn, they learn. Um, But, you know, in listening to what you're saying, the public school in Westport had a philosophy, Coleytown Elementary, no homework before third grade because they really felt like kids should go to school Enjoy being in school, learn what they learned, and then play. And, and
3: then that's play. exactly our philosophy too. It, it's <laughs> important for the when a kid goes home to spend time with the family, and that's yeah. family time. It's our job to educate them at a very high level. So, as Carlos said, getting that that uh, the day ahead information that you're going to hear uh, that day at that evening before then introduces you to it so you can go through it and that's really where you show your mom or dad hey look look what we're going to do tomorrow and then the teacher hits it home and that's where that teacher on a daily basis weekly basis can see how that student's doing and adjust for each student
0: you know it's we can continue to have this conversation and we will but i have one thing i want to ask you what is your philosophy about kids and their own cell phones in school
3: no cell phones in school
0: that's if, it. Done. done. Drop it in the basket. If there's an
3: emergency and a parent needs to get a – call the office. We'll come and get that child very quickly. And so that's it. Done and done. Yeah, there's nothing Please. so far
0: Because everybody that I've respected in schools and education, and we've had a bunch of different headmasters here and different leaders, they're trying to have people, quote, wait until 8 altogether together with kids with cell phones. But in school – and I think it's private schools that are taking the lead, not public schools on this mm. – you know, dump your cell phone, and the, then you get it at the end of the day. They're going to be
3: great. immersed in so much technology in our class, Sounds in our like school. It. That, that, they're not going to. Sounds like their, it. their cell phones are going to be obsolete. <laughs> yeah. So our, our boards, um, learning boards in our room, on both sides of the classrooms, we have um, what we call the. Uh, I'd be the,
0: intimidated oops. to be a teacher there. You really have to be very smart well, that, to be a that's, teacher there. Yeah, that's a
2: good point. We'll get to that, too. Um it's an interactive projector. It's called right. the Epson and interactive projector, which really basically an entire wall is going to be interactive. Yeah. It'll be like a smart board, but it's a smart board on, on steroids. I
0: feel yeah. like when your school is open a year from the fall, I have to go there and do a remote from there. That'd Absolutely, be great. That would be really cool yeah. for me. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, uh, thank you very much for introducing us to Schoolhouse Academy. We'll have you back on. Congratulations, and welcome to the community.
3: Oh, thank, thank you so much. Pleasure. Pleasure. Thank you.
0: Uh, we'll be back with Wayne Winston. More of the Lisa Wexler Show coming up.